mm-hmm. knowing that you were called and your family is saying, oh, yeah, but you know she you know she she did that right Come or on. she walked through this or she used to do this. You know her name used to be that, right? Everyone wants to know, what's your story? Follow along as Kiana and I journey through what it has been like for us to truly be the light in our families and in our worlds. Stay tuned as we go deep while being courageous, being committed, and being consistent, being us while being the light. We are the light that will change the world. We are the light that will change the world. We are the light. We are the, we are the light. We are the, we are the light. We are the light. We are the, we are the light. We are the, we are the light. What up, fam? Welcome back. It's Felicia. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. It's Kiana. Listen. Yeah. We got some stuff we're going to talk about. Yeah. For sure. What's on your heart, sis? Let's talk about these pastures and the comparison between those pastures and the wilderness. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Because I know for me, um, for this month of June, sis, mm-hmm. listen it's been real you know what I mean like it's been so real and I remember us having a conversation that was completely um off script and all that good stuff right and we were talking and I was like sis it just feels like the stretch is so much you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying like I knew God was calling and was literally saying like hey you're gonna be in the season of stretch and I was like sis this is crazy you know what I'm saying like this is for real bananas you know Mm -hmm. and and I remember telling you like sis I'm not running from the stretch but the stretch is so uncomfortable that I feel like I'm in a wilderness. Mm -hmm. And when you looked at me, sis, you said, no, sis, you're in a, in a pasture. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, what? Yeah. You know? And you were like, sis, they can almost look the same. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no way. Right. Like the wilderness in my mind, it looks dark and it looks, um, looks scary. And it looks like, what am I doing here? You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Which way do I need to go? Um, I don't know, north from east, from south to west, right? Like, I don't I don't have any idea as to what this is going to look like. And you were just like, yes, sis, but if you think about a pasture, it can look the exact same. Yeah. Because all you see is what you see, which is just the land, mm-hmm. right? The difference with some of our wilderness experiences is that, again, when I think of a wilderness, I'm thinking of, like, all these trees and it's super tall and I can barely see the sun peeking through, you know what I'm saying? But when you think of a pasture, I think of more of a... Um, serene type of a Mm -hmm. atmosphere you know what I'm saying like all I see is nothing but green you know what I mean I can look up in the sun it's like literally beaming down on me um and again looking around it I don't know which way to go right I don't know if I should go north I don't know if I need to go south I don't know if I need to go west I don't know if I need to go east like which way do I need to go so that has been my June and um I think we should talk about that sis like have you been in the pastures or are you leaning more towards like this was a wilderness experience for you you know um you were talking and I'm you know I'm tracking with you Mm visually visually in my head and the wilderness one thing I can say sis is that when we think it's the wilderness we're seeking ways to get out right it's true because it's scary we don't want to be here so we're we we, we're looking around to our left and our right and we're trying to figure out i'm finna get out of here i gotta go like i don't want to be here Mm -hmm. but in the pastures because it's such a serene environment um 
the wind is blowing just right, um, the sun is peeking down on you. And one thing that when we're in the, um, how you can instantly know where you are, the wilderness you're seeking to get out in the pastures, you don't want to leave. You, you, mm-hmm. you, you're willing and you are wholeheartedly open to stay. Because one thing, I don't want to leave Serene, right? Yeah, like, I yeah. want to stay where it's peaceful, where I know I'm good. The sun is going to rise on the east, mm-hmm. and it's going to set on the west. Oh. But when you're in the wilderness, you don't know what's happening. It's it To me, I see darkness. I see because the, the trees are so tall, and the sun is barely peeking through. Anything can happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like I'm, I got to watch my back majority of the time because I don't know what's out to get me here in the wilderness. Because when I hear wilderness, I'm thinking of animals, wild, everything, yeah, right? Yeah. So, but in the passage, it's so open and free. I can see what's coming. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm definitely going to hear it. I'm going to see it because it's it's open. And I've been there. I haven't moved. So I know what's coming, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're definitely going to talk about it. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So, oh, my gosh. This yeah. is so good. Because you do think of the wilderness and in the word when you were talking. So the word that came to me was escape. Yeah. Like I'm trying to get out. Like mm-hmm. I got to go. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't want um, to get bit by yeah. these mosquitoes, these mm-hmm. bugs, these unknown things. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you're looking at the pasture, like you said, you can legit see clearly. Oh, it preaches so yeah. well. Yeah. You can see clearly what's coming. Mm-hmm. You can clearly see what's coming. Yeah. So when David was out there in them pastures with them sheep fam, like he could see clearly when lions were coming. He could clearly see when the bears were coming. Mm -hmm. Right. And because, oh, it preaches so well. And because he could see sis, he was already on guard for what thought, for what seemed to have been creeping up on him, if you will. You know what I'm saying? But he was already on guard for that. You know, so what looks like a sneak attack. Yeah. I'm already ready for you. Mm hmm. When you're in the wilderness, you're so concerned about what's behind you and what's going on around you and, and the noises of the wilderness and just how that can be so deafening, right? That you can barely hear when God is speaking to you in those still small voices. But yeah. when you're in that pasture yeah, and your heart is connected to his and when you're listening for him, right, you're just like, oh, okay, wait, you said the bear's coming to my left. Okay, cool. Yeah. W- wait, what you want me to do? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But when you're in the wilderness, you're literally trying to scratch and claw your way out that you can't hear what God is saying because all you hear is you. Yeah. All you hear is fear. All you mm-hmm. hear is your voice over God's voice. And you we we can't be um, content, if you will, in those spaces because we're trying to get in the world or we're not trying to get in the wilderness. But as soon as we're in there, we're trying to hurry up to get, get out. out. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Man. Yeah. So uh, what part of the scripture? Because I know <laughs> I, I know it's there, sis. You know, it's there, sis. Okay. So um, 1 Samuel 16 is really where all of this is kind of more so anchored. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's starting at verse um, 7, going all the way um, to... Um, Let's just say 13. Yeah, 13. Um, And so basically just the synopsis of all of this. Um, So Samuel um, was mourning over Saul starting at 16 and 1. He was mourning over the fact that God had rejected Saul to be the king um, over Israel. And so 
because he was mourning um, back in those days, sis, you would put on these mourning clothes and you would put like ashes on your face so that people knew that you were mourning and all this good stuff. And so God literally is like, okay, listen, how long you gonna mourn over him seeing that I've rejected him? Which pause that preaches so well, right? We mourn over the things that God has already rejected. So we can even mourn over the fact that God is sending us into pastures. We can sometimes mourn that God that that God is sending us even into the wilderness, right? Because yes, he does allow us to go into the wilderness. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and and he's like, listen, how long are you going to just continue to um, mourn over something that I've rejected, right? It could be that relationship, sis. It could be um, that job, right? It can be anything that God said no to yeah. because it was all for your selfish desires. It was all for my selfish desires, right? Um, you thought that they were the one or she thought that, you know, man, I just knew that this was the job opportunity for me. You know what I'm saying? And when God closes that door, we can mourn over that very thing. Why? Because we've elevated that thing or that person to be higher than God. And so God is like, no, wait, why are you mourning over that? I've rejected that. We got to go because I got something better. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's it's something about that, too, because we we know him to be the God that wants to bless. Right. But when he tells us no, it's as if he never said a yes. It's yeah. as if. Um, that was the best that we could have ever had, you know, but we forget that his ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts that the things that we think are absolutely amazing. He's like, girl, boo, I got something for you. Yeah. Right? I got something so much better for you. So he's literally like, say, why, why are we mourning over him? I got somebody else, you know what I'm saying? That needs to come on the scene that is really after my heart. And so as God allows um, Samuel to go um, into um, Bethlehem, The Bible says that when he gets there and he gets to Jesse's house, the Bible says that he sees Jesse's oldest son, Eliab, and he's like, surely, like he is for sure, surely this is him. You know, this is who you call because he's, he's handsome. You know, he has the physical stature. Like he ain't, he ain't no po' boy. You know what I'm saying? Like he good. Like he's going to be great to be a king. And God is like, no, I ain't call him. (laughs) Nope. You know, and so literally the Bible goes through every single one of Jesse's sons Mm -hmm. or what seems like it could have been every single one of Jesse's sons. Mm -hmm. And literally none of them are who God called. Which is so good because as man and as people, we are so quick to judge or we're so quick to uh, finger point at people based off their exterior. Right. So they're looking at your clothes. They're looking at your build. They're looking at your haircut. And Mm. they're they're saying like, oh, no, she's not the best fit or, well, she's dressed pretty nice. So I think that she may be qualified for the job. Right. But as we know, Scripture says that God sees the heart. Ma'am. And it preaches so well because we count people out because of their physical appearances. Mm -hmm. Right. Like we are quick to discount somebody because. They're bigger than us or, you know, they're quirky or they're loud or they don't look the part. And Mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, no, but God called us to be completely different people. Like there is not just one ethnicity. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's not just one body structure. There's not just one shoe size. sis. There's not one shirt size. There's not just one of anything like, no, God is the God who created. Right. Mm-hmm. So he created us in his image and his likeness. Why? Because he is not somebody that you can box up. So you're thinking that just because he's six foot four, you know what I'm saying? And he's, you know, 230 pounds and he he looked nice or whatever, that that's what it is. But this man's heart is absolutely black. Yeah. He don't even know me. He yeah. doesn't even call me. He doesn't even worship me. He does not have a relationship with me. Same thing with people in this day, literally 2019. Oh, wait a minute. Your hair is shaved? Like, 
that's how you come into church? Oh, you don't have on a dress and you mm-hmm. ain't got on heels. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But you in these jeans and you got on this blazer and really, and you got this red lipstick on. She do. Yeah. And preach as well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I'm going to discredit you because you don't look like me. I'm going to discredit you because you don't sound like me. I'm going to discredit you because you don't act like me. Well, okay, discredit me all you want, but please know that my daddy done already affirmed me mm-hmm. and who I am is who he called. Yeah. And that's the great thing about who um, God called to be his king, which mm-hmm. is King David, right? Yeah. Um, and the Bible literally says that um, when he came out, um, verse 12, 16, um, 16 excuse me, First uh, Samuel sixteen twelve. So he sent and brought him. So he sent and brought him in. Now he was ruddy with bright eyes and good looking. And the Lord said, arise, anoint him for he is the one. Yeah. Ruddy, <laughs> bright eyes and good looking. Literally his appearance, right? Because what Samuel was used to or what Samuel was looking at was the appearance, right? Yeah. When he saw Eliab, oh, you look good. Mm-hmm. So it gotta be you. Yeah. You got to like, mm-mm. But it's gonna be this ruddy one over here who got these bright eyes and he is good looking. I love that, right? Because what God is saying is, yeah, you're looking at the appearance of him and you done, you done already credited somebody for my anointing and that's not even who I call. But you're, if, 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 if I wasn't here, if I wasn't in the midst of this, you would have discredited him because he does not look like what he looked like, right? He does not look like who you would choose. Oh, it preaches. It preaches so well. He does not look like who you would choose. Why? Because that's your choice. He's not who I chose. I chose David, the one who's ruddy, the one who has bright eyes, and he is a good looking man. So you're trying to discredit him because he's out here with my sheep, but that's exactly where I need him. Mm-hmm. I needed him in those pastures. I needed him to learn what it's like to not always have the affirmation mm-hmm. of people, right? I needed him to know what that looked like. I needed him to be strong in me because the more he was out there talking to those sheep, the more he was talking to me. I needed him to understand that when I call you, you're going to know that I called you because nobody else was checking for you, fam. Nobody was checking for you. But when I bring you into this space and when I anoint you and when I call you and I appoint you, you're going to know that it was nobody but me. Nobody else can take this credit. Nobody else can get this glory. You're going to give it right back to me because what am I going to do? I'm going to anoint you and I'm going to send you right back into the past. Yeah. You're going to go right back there. So good. When you were talking, I heard the grass, because he knew the grass ain't always green on the other side. Come on. I mean, because he out there. Come on. He's out there. And one thing that I really love about this story in the Bible is the dynamic that he was called and anointed, not not publicly. He was, um, it says in the Bible that it was done in secret. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, much rather just with his immediate family. Mm -hmm. And for a lot of us, and I know for me personally, that has been a struggle there. Mm -hmm. Knowing that you were called and your family is saying, oh, yeah, but you know she, you know she, she did that right. Or she walked through this. Or she used to do this. You know her name used to be that, right? And so those reminders of uh, man, um, again, trying to cast down as what God has called, right? Mm -hmm. And so... I really love the fact that it came from a family dynamic because so many times um, it'd be the people in our family who are looking at us and not really sure as to they're, they they could be the most questionable mm-hmm. as far as are you really who God called? I mean, like, why would he called you? I mean, like, I remember what you did. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so but 
you saying that God was um, when you said that God knew his heart because of where he had been. I mean, he walked in the same way he walked right back out. Come on. He walked in the same way he 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 walked back out. And so we just uh, talked about actually God cleanses our dirty rags. But it's not for us to forget that we once wore dirty rags. I mean, he could have went back out there and started cleaning himself up. But, like, God anointed me and called me, so I'm good. Like, and I, I ain't got to, you know, mess with the sheep no more because I'm called and I'm anointed. No, he went right back to what he was doing, knowing that, okay, when when the time, when my time comes, I know it's going to only be from God, right? For sure. So that's what I really love about that because I know for a fact I know my dirty rags were washed, Mm -hmm. but I don't ever want to forget that I did once have those dirty rags. I want to be able to walk back to those places knowing, okay, yeah, I used to wear that same rag, girl. Like, trust me, you can be clean. For sure. You can be saved. For sure. I love that. For sure. Mm -hmm. And when you were talking about just a family dynamic, Mm -hmm. um, what, who David, okay, so what David represents is, um, not just David himself, but mm-hmm. he also represents the prophecy of Jesus Christ coming onto the scene. Because mm-hmm. you got to remember, even his own family, Jesus's family denied that he was the Messiah, yeah, right? Yeah. So, number one, you're in great company when people don't just affirm you, mm-hmm. right? Like, that's a great place to be in. And I get yeah. it because it sucks and we want that affirmation mm-hmm. from people, especially our family. And we want them to see what God is doing in our lives. But a lot of times, sis, it's not. The fact that God isn't doing it Mm -hmm. is the fact that the scales have yet not been released from their eyes to see what God is doing. And even if they can see it, it could be their own um, devices against the fact that they're not walking in what they feel God is calling them to walk into. Right. So it could. And I'm not even saying it as a jealousy factor. No. But it's just more of a man. She came from the same space I came from. Like God is doing some great things in her life. And I'm over here, right? But not realizing and not recognizing that, man, you have the same access to the same father that I have access to. I just choose to access him, right? Like, I just choose to be in relationship with him. I choose to obey what he's telling me to do, you know? So even when David was anointed, right, he didn't come in that joker like, mm-hmm. So all y'all in here and nobody brought me, no, like nobody decided to ask me to come in. He mm-hmm. didn't come in with sarcasm. You know what I'm saying? He's probably like, okay, I'm tired. Whew. All right, dad, what's up? You know what I mean? You need me to go get something. You need me to do something else. You know what I'm saying? Like his heart was serving. Mm-hmm. He has a servant heart. So he's coming in like, I'm really not understanding why I'm here. You know what I'm saying? And so, okay, I'm just going to be quiet. I'm a chill and I'm a, I'm a, I'm just going to see what's going on. And literally, um, the Bible says that, okay, when he brought him in, he says, listen, that's who it is. Arise, anoint him. It's him. Yeah. That's who I want. It's him. He's who I want. Why? Because, again, he's a man after my heart. Yeah. He spends time with me. He knows me. I know him. I know his motives. I know what he's thinking. He tells me everything. That's who I want. We literally flow, right? Yeah. There's flowing streams here. And as I flow through him, he allows me to do that. You know what I'm saying? And not only that, but he's gentle. He's gentle with my sheep. So I know he's going to be gentle with my people, mm-hmm. right? Not only that, but he's a warrior. He fights for the sheep. He fights for the sheep. They may fight against man, but he fights for my sheep. He fights for the ones that people don't necessarily want to fight for, right? Mm -hmm. He fights for the ones that people forget. He fights for the ones that everybody discounts and discredits and and does a disservice to. He fights for them. So God is like, listen, that's who you're going to, that's who you're going to anoint. 
So, sis, the more we are walking into who God is calling us to be, there will be so many people that won't understand it, mm-hmm. that won't affirm it. And that is a great place to be in because, again, Jesus was affirmed only by the Father. Mm-hmm. He was affirmed only by the Father, only by the Father. And when our Father's, oh, you're speaking to me, when our Father's voice can override and reign over the voices of everybody else, including our own. Oh my gosh, what obedience is really going to look like, how this world can really change, right? Like how the cities can change, how all of this could really go hand in hand. And we can really see the body of Christ coming together, not to say that what you got going on over there is not as important of what we got going on over here. No, it's a legit say, you know what? We're one body with different members but we all make up the body so it's great that you're doing what you're doing over there because you can reach people that I can't reach I'm so grateful that you're doing things over here because man you can reach people that I can't reach your ministry is going to touch people that I would never know how to touch you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. when we can look at things in that way and know that God is really calling those who have a heart behind him yeah yeah sis yeah the world and it was unexpected absolutely and it was suddenly I mean, we talk about that so much just as everyday girls, how mm-hmm. um, even for his family and of obviously for others, it was so unexpected. Like they still trying to figure it out. Like, Absolutely. like how? Absolutely. Like why? And so many times God would just pick you up, take you over there unexpectedly. And it happened so fast and you just got to. The obedience in that, right? I love the fact that you snapped. Yeah. (laughs) I love it because that's what he did. Yeah. David was legit out there doing what he did every single day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. I believe, and I'm not a um, Bible scholar, but I believe he was like 15 or so around Mm -hmm. this time, right? So for, we'll just say, I don't know, we'll just say for the last nine years, Mm -hmm. let's just say he started when he was six. You know what I'm saying? For the last nine years, this is what I've been doing. Mm -hmm. This is what I've known. This is what I've done. And suddenly- Here you come and you're telling me I'm king. Mm -hmm. And not that you're not anointing me to do it. You anointed me in my dirt. You anointed me in my mess. You didn't tell me to go clean up. Mm -hmm. You didn't tell me to go take a shower. You didn't even tell me I stink. Yeah. But you legit anointed me right here in what I got going on. And then you were gracious enough to send me back into what I. Yeah. Oh, great. It was something special when you gave it a timeline. Because in the story, I automatically saw him being courageous because you just said that it was by his hand that he was protecting the sheep mm-hmm. from the from bears, from mm-hmm. from from whatever that was coming to mm-hmm. eat them or yeah. get them. Yeah. And um, God knew he was already committed because he had been doing this for the past, what you say, six, nine years. Yeah. Hypothetically speaking, yeah, we hypothetic- don't know for sure. For sure. But he was already committed to the job. He's going to get the job done. This he 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 lived his life knowing that this is what I do yes, this ma'am. and he was consistent mm-hmm. so God knew okay I, I can carry you because you're being courageous and being committed and y'all know you're going to be consistent on your way back out the door to where I'm calling you to be not just yet but when your time come I know you're going to have them three C's okay Listen. being courageous committed and being consistent and that he was preaches. being him mm. he was legit being in him in the midst yes yeah. he was being yeah. him yeah all of those components, mm-hmm. oh God, you're speaking. All yeah. of those component components just made David who he is, yeah. made David who he was, yeah. right? Yeah. He wasn't trying to be Eliab. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't trying to be Abinadab, which yeah. is the other brother that came in. He wasn't trying to be none of them. Yeah, no, yeah. this is where you place me. All right, cool. This is my lane. Yeah. Got it. Was he the baby? Got it. He was the baby. Okay. 
And he was, was the for baby. a moment. I no, was just curious. I loved it. Okay. He was the baby, right? And because he was, you know what I'm saying? And he was ruddy and he was, you know, um, he wasn't as good looking as everybody else. And he was bright eyed, you know what I'm saying? Which probably means like, man, he was probably pretty um, gullible, yeah. if you will. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Very animated, mm-hmm. you know? Um, like clearly you couldn't have chose him. I mean, he's he's very inadequate. Clearly. Clearly. I mean, clearly. look at him. He ain't even got a bicep, fam. Like, what? <laughs> right. <laughs> he ain't got that. You yeah. know what I mean? All he knows is bad. Yeah. You know what I'm and saying? he's like, the baby. Come on. What did he know? Nothing. Exactly. Nothing. All the qualifications. Come on. Check, 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 Sis. check. Sis. Preach it so, so good. well. <laughs> so good. Oh, my gosh. So good. Yeah. 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 So thank you for that because you have really just helped me to realize that sis, man, I'm sitting up here calling my pastor experience a wilderness. Yeah. And I'm grateful that God hasn't even um, forced me into that space. You know what I'm saying? But he's so patient that he allows us to really get it. Right. Yeah. So now I can say, you know what? I haven't been trying to force my way out of this. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Like good. I haven't been trying to claw my mm-hmm. way out of this. Instead, I've been running to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where are you telling me to go? Mm-hmm. All right. What you want me to do? Who I need to bless today? Who I need to reach out to? Who are you placing on my heart? How can I pray for them? What is it that you're needing from me in this particular season? Yes. I am frustrated. I am been stretched. Lord, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't got the money in the bank. Like I needed to be there, yeah. but whatever you need me to do, like you really do have my yes. Yeah. You have my yes. And father, I just want to say, forgive me for calling my pastor experience, the wilderness, yeah. because this is so not what this is. Mm-hmm. I am not running from this. Yeah. I am legit running to this. Yeah. And that's what David did when they anointed him mm-hmm. in his, his dirt and all of that stuff says, when they sent him back out there, guess what? I'm sure he ran back to the sheep. Why? Mm-hmm. Because that was his space. Mm-hmm. That's where he could legit be him. He didn't have to worry about the naysayers. He didn't have to worry about the other people and his dad and those brothers who barely wanted to be around him mm-hmm. that didn't want to affirm him of who he was. He didn't have to worry about any of that. Sis. Yeah. He back out here. I'm doing my thing. I'm back in my lane yeah. and I'm good. And that's when you know God's hand is on it. Mm-hmm. When you find comfort in the pastures, it's not a threat. It's nothing to be scary of. Matter of mm-hmm. fact, I want to go to the pastures. Mm-hmm. Me, me in the pastures. <laughs> I don't want to be over there in the wilderness in the darkness. No, I want to be yeah. right where my father has me yeah. in his right hand. So, good. so I know, sis, you're in the pastures. For sure. Amen. And so sis. are you. Yeah. We in the pastures. Yeah. With a fence line. Come on, meet With, me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now so that good. preaches. So well. Yeah. Y'all stay tuned. For sure. <laughs> For sure, guys. So we're definitely going to wrap up this uh, another episode. Uh, man, we definitely do life together. For sure. I mean, this yeah. this is what it's about, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And um, so we just want to encourage you guys to, um, when you're feeling that you're in the wilderness and it's dark and it could be scary and things mm-hmm. could just look like um, they're never going to stop, just I want to encourage you to be still. For a moment because yeah. I don't want you to get it confused yeah. be still if you're not seeking or if you're not clawing your way out and you're not running from anything and you're just there look again sis mm-hmm. you could mm-hmm. feel the wind blow when you're still when you're moving it could just be you but when the wind is truly blowing and you know that I I I I haven't moved. Mm-hmm. It could be the pastures for sure. And you you you're right where God wants you to be. You just got to be. Your heart just got to be open to that space. Yeah. Because David, he didn't probably want to go back, but he knew that in, 
there was comfort there. Mm-hmm. It was his, like he said, his space. Mm-hmm. It was safe there. Yeah. He knew he had been doing that for a minute, so he knew how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Right? He knew how to do it. It was familiar territory. Yeah. 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 It's so good. And just mm-hmm. know that even even if your season really is a wilderness experience, right? Yeah. Like even if that's legit where you are, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like that's cool too because mm-hmm. guess what? Again, you're in great company. Mm-hmm. The Bible says in uh, Matthew 4, 1, the Bible says, Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Yeah. So even in the midst of your wilderness experience, just know that you are still yet in great company. Mm -hmm. Even if you feel like you're being tempted beyond measure or you feel like all hell is breaking loose and you don't know which way is right. You know, just know that you are yet in great company. Seek your father's face. Mm -hmm. Get on your face before him. Cry out to him. Tell him how you feel. Tell him how it sucks. Tell him how you don't want to do it. Tell him all of these things. Why? Because he knows. Mm -hmm. Right. And if you are in the pasture, guess what? Again, you're in such great space. You're such great company because it could even be deafening just the quietness and Mm -hmm. the stillness of the pastures. Oh, you know, that preaches. It does. Because that can be scary. even in the pastures, when it's mm-hmm. when it's too still mm-hmm. or too quiet, you're like, mm-hmm. God, <laughs> you still there? Yes, right. We've or, had that those moments. Or like, wait, I know something is about to come. Like, yeah. which way is it going to come yeah. from? You know, so you can almost um, um, miss just the stillness and mm-hmm. the serenity of what God wants you to be in because you're anticipating the next, mm-hmm. right? So just learning to be in those spaces and Mm -hmm. to just allow God to do what he's doing and allow your heart to be open and receptive to what he's doing so that you pass the test the first time. Mm -hmm. That's the great thing about what David did. David went straight back into that joker. Mm -hmm. Why? Because he passed that test the first time when Jesus was led by the spirit to be tempted for 40 days and 40 nights and ain't ate nothing. Guess what? He passed the the test the first time. We have got to learn to pass the test the first time. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So good, guys. So we really hope that you guys um, stay tuned to our next time together. Mm -hmm. And as always, it's never goodbye. It's always see you later. For sure. So be courageous. Be committed. Be consistent. Be Be you. We are the light that will change the world. We are the light that will change the world.